Welcome to the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. It's Indiana. Watford for the win! Yes! Yes! Your daily home for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. Welcome to Indiana basketball. Smart takes the shot! When my time on earth is gone and my activities here are past, I want they bury me upside down and my critics can kiss my Now here's your host, Matt Dennison. It's Indiana, what I feel is the pinnacle, the absolute pinnacle of all of college basketball. Hello and welcome in Thanksgiving Eve edition of the program. Glad you're with us. Hope you're maybe off work or getting ready to end the work week a little early. Uh, Glad you're with us. Complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. Tuesday night, a great night always for me and a lot of people here in our basketball community because it marks the start of high school hoops across the state uh, of Indiana. There were a number of games last night, some interesting scores and lots of questions for some of our local teams and some of the others will get open later this weekend. There are some really big games, especially on Saturday night, but we'll recap all of that. Uh, One of the headlines last night, Borden got a victory and uh, the uh, Kasem Nash, the son of Doc Nash, 51 points last night of the game. So we're going to talk about that here in just a moment. You don't uh, see a lot of big performances, but you don't see 50-plus point performances like that very often. So we'll start our show with that here in just a minute. Let's look at the show lineup, a service of Honeybake Tam in New Albany. Segment one, we'll talk with Borden coach Doc Nash One of my favorites to have on, the doctor, will get uh, the recap from last night and what it was like to see his son have such a big performance to start his senior year of high school basketball. So kind of an interesting situation there with Coach Nash and, of course, Kasem Nash's big night on the court. Later in the show, it's Wednesday, so Dustin Dopirak of the Indianapolis Star will check in. We'll talk IU. We'll talk basketball, football. Maui Invitational wraps up today. Marquette looked really good last night against Kansas, and they'll take on a very solid Purdue team. Uh, probably the winner of the Maui Invitational Championship game later today will take the top spot in the country coming out of the Thanksgiving holiday. So big hoops uh, today and really for the rest of the weekend as well. Later in the hour, Josh Cook, sports editor of the News and Tribune, will be with us. Great day to have him on because we can recap everything from last night and also preview some of the big weekend games. Let me remind you, Providence at Brownstown on Saturday night and Jeffersonville at Indianapolis Cathedral on Saturday evening as well. So two really big games to see where two of the teams I think will be some of the better teams locally, where they stand here to start the season. That's the lineup, a service of Honey Baked Ham in New Albany. How about trying Honey Baked Ham out today for a great lunch? They've got sandwiches, salads, and soups that are made fresh daily, and they will surely satisfy any craving you have. You might even find something else to take home as they have a variety of dinner packages. Give Honey Baked Ham in New Albany a try. I think you'll be glad that you did. Uh, Thornton's text line is open. We've had some tremendous text this week from IU fans and some very critical 
text this week from IU fans. So let's keep that going today. We love to hear from you. You can ask questions of our guests. You can sound off on a high school game you were at last night, who played well, whatever game you were watching. 502-414-1450, 502-414-1450, 502-414-1450. That's the Thornton's text line. And if you're looking for an icy cold thirst quencher to keep your day going in the right direction, right now at Thornton's, all 32-ounce fountain drinks and smaller are only 89 cents. You heard it right, only 89 cents. So come in today, grab a fountain drink from Thornton's, and send us a text on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450, 502-414-1450. Let's get right to it today. Borden coach Doc Nash joins the show. Coach, happy Thanksgiving and congratulations on win number one. Hey, thanks, Matt. I appreciate you having me on this morning. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you and all of our listeners out there. appreciate you. Thank you very much. Very much appreciate that. Uh, Borden and Eastern peaking last night, Coach. That is a rivalry game for sure to start the year. So I know that's always not just an opening game, but a game you really want to get and hope to build some momentum. Last night, not only did you win handily 77-53, but uh, your son, senior Kasem Nash, had 51 points to lead some other uh, good performances as well. Uh, tell us about last night's game and the start, especially that Kasem had. He scored. Was it the first twenty-four points of the game for Borden? It was. Uh, it was the first twenty-four of the quarter, and uh, you know he was. Uh, he just kind of got on a roll, and uh, kids, you know, you got to give his teammates credit for finding him, and uh, he he needs some credit for for making some some what I would consider some pretty tough shots. Uh, you know, he just got on a roll, and it, it was uh, it was it was pretty cool to watch, <laughs> both as a coach and as a dad. So uh, it was pretty cool. Coach, you've had a lot of great players over the years at Borden's. There have been obviously some tremendous performances. I think of that state championship season, uh, and just so many over the years, really. But is this one of the more dominant scoring performances you can remember in your time as the head coach of the Braves? Absolutely, man. I, um... You are right, Matt. We, uh, the good Lord has blessed me with a lot of, uh, first of all, great kids. Um, second of all, good basketball players. And, uh, case of certainly one of those kids. Uh, but, uh, man, it was, uh, it was the top performance I've ever seen. Uh, he was really efficient in everything he did. And, uh, he was, it was just one of those special nights. Uh, uh, I hope people don't uh, don't expect that uh, that out of him for the next 22 or 23 games. If 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 so, it's going to be a really long season for him. But you know, he had a, he had a career night, and uh, it was it was it was just fun to watch. Doc Nash, Borden head coach, joining us as we begin our Wednesday program. The Braves one and zero after a 77-53 win last night. Coach, we haven't talked yet this season in the preseason either. Tell us about this Borden team. Obviously, your son Kasem is expected to be a big part of things. Last night, a tremendous way to start things off for him and for your team. But other players you're going to heavily rely on this season if the Borden program is going to have the success you're hoping for. You know, we, uh, we're we going to have to find some way to man- manufacture some points from somewhere else uh, besides Kasem. Um, I think we have uh, three juniors that are very capable uh, I've, I, our other, um, let's see, we have two other seniors, Mason Rays and Isaac Lewis. Isaac Lewis is a starter for us. And, 
he doesn't really score a lot of points, but his leadership and his toughness and uh, the things that don't show up in a stat sheet are invaluable to us. And I, I've been super excited about him and uh, will continue to be so. But uh, our, our our trio of juniors, uh, really, uh, we have four juniors, um, and three of them are starters, and, and we, we're going to have to find some points out of them. Judd Missy uh, can really, really shoot it, and um, – we need we need to get him going quite a bit, and we have Xander Keith and Garrett Schmidt, a really good athlete, has only been playing a year. Uh, got his first varsity dunk last night, and uh, that was pretty exciting for us. Um, at Borden, we don't have a lot of dunkers. I think in eighteen, it's my eighteenth year, Matt. I'm getting old, and uh, I think we've had uh, three other kids, maybe two other kids, that have dunked in a game. So. Uh, to get that first one for him last night was exciting. It was exciting for our community and exciting for our team. So, uh, in, in terms of uh, getting better, at, uh, our juniors have got to score some points for us uh, somehow, some way. Because when they take case them away, uh, we're going to have to manufacture some points, and uh, it's going to come down to our juniors. Coach, you have a, a win under peak, over Pekin under your belt now. Next up is Shoals coming up this weekend, then Lanesville on the road and Providence at home. So a really interesting start. That's a schedule that uh, by the time you get you know, closer to Christmas, you're going to have a very good, and I'm sure most coaches will, but given some of the early season opponents, you're going to have a really good feel for things, I would think, this season. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're not going to run from anybody uh, in terms of opponents. Um, we picked up North Davy right after Christmas. That's going to be a great game for us. We got an Edinburgh tournament. Some good teams up there. Uh, we, you know, we we want to play some good teams. Uh, don't really care about our regular season record. Uh, it's all about the postseason for us. It always has been. Always will be. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's a true test. We go to Lanesville. Uh, new coach, new system. Not sure how they're going to be. Uh, Providence is uh, going to be one of the top teams in our area. Coach Miller, uh, he does a phenomenal job, and uh, his teams are always always very well prepared. And uh, it, it, you know that's going to be a humongous test for us. Um, so we're we're going to see where we are at. And uh, again, we're going to win those games. Who knows? I I don't. I'm going to be honest. I just want us to get, keep getting better and playing our best basketball march. Yeah, absolutely. Doc Nash of Borden, our guest here in segment one of our Wednesday show. I want to get back to Kasem for just a moment. Obviously special to coach your son and special to see him in game one have the type of scoring output that he did last night. Coach, I know this has come up before, I think on air and off air for sure, but I can remember the state championship season. We had so much fun, Paul Love and myself following your team in the state tournament. And just as the buzzer sounded in Indianapolis and the Braves were going to bring that championship back, uh, both of your kids on the bench, they were emotional. They were excited. They were just as you would expect kids of the head coach to be. And it's hard to believe. You mentioned getting old, and I thought, oh, no way, Doc. But you think about it, that's been some time. And, and it's amazing right. now that Kasem is – on the court as a performer like that, scoring big points. And it seems like just a couple of years ago, he was your, your ball boy coach. You know, it, it, uh, it, it seems like yesterday, uh, honestly, I, I, um, I can call those dudes and, and re and, and relive that all the time. But, uh, it, 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 it's, uh, it seems like yesterday, uh, but the, um, 
you know, you said both of my boys. Uh, the picture that was in the evening news, I think it was the evening news, uh, was actually my oldest son, Kasem, and our athletic director's boy, uh, Lodi Cheatham, who's now wrestling uh, at Campbellsville University down in Kentucky. And uh, it seems like yesterday, yesterday those two little turkeys were running around and uh, in the gym shooting hoops. and uh, They were always around. So, um, you know, to get – there, I, I said it last night to someone. Um, there's, there's probably never been a kid. I know there's never been a kid in my 18 years that has shot more shots in that gym uh, than Kaysom Nash. For, for him to get the fruit of the labor, is, uh, you know, God was watching over him, and it was, it was a pretty cool thing to see last night. Yeah, no question. Coach Nash, I know that uh, you are a guy that works extremely hard, and most of our coaches here in the area do, and probably really across the state. I think that's what makes high school basketball so meaningful is the great coaches we had and the the prep time and practice time, the things that fans and parents and other people in the school never see. And you are one of the more relentless in-person scouters that I have seen you you don't miss a game it's nothing for you to hop in the car and drive down a couple hours to somebody that you might see later in the season or have on the schedule later in the season so is it easy for you on Thanksgiving to turn it off for a little bit or will there be some video and some preparations and notes uh even over the holidays uh, I wish I could shut off Matt. I really do uh, I'm gonna go scout tonight uh have Thanksgiving. My brother's home from California. Um, I enjoy spending some time with him this afternoon and tomorrow. And uh, Friday night, I'm going to go scout again. And Saturday, we play. So, uh, yeah, it's like uh, there's no way I can shut it off. Uh, my laptop's been on this morning. My phone's been going crazy. Uh, I was telling my mom earlier that Jason uh, caused me a lot of work uh, today. And, uh, you know, it's a good thing. It's a great thing, and I, I, I'm kind of complaining about it, but I'm also truly blessed. Uh, uh, but in terms of shutting it off, there's, uh, I think it's impossible. You mentioned you mentioned getting in a car and driving. Yeah, I, uh, I'll drive anywhere if I think it's going to give me an advantage to help our kids out and uh, put our kids in a position to be successful. And I feel like that's my job, and there's no way I'm going to shortchange them. So uh, it's just who we are, and it's what we do as Indiana high school coaches. And, uh, I know a lot of coaches that do that. I um, went to scout Crothersville uh, night before last, and uh, I, I go in, and Coach Lynch is there, Coach Richardson's there, Coach Bradley from Orleans is there, Coach Hunter from Silver Creek's there, you know, uh, watching a game on a Monday night. And, um, you know, if you're going to be successful, I think you owe that to the kids. And, uh, it, 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 you know, what's better than Indian high school basketball? So, uh, I, I go to scout, but I also uh, I go to be a fan as well because I love I love high school sports and the kids that uh, put in the work and it's just it's it's truly special. Absolutely, Doc Nash, a Borden coach. Great to catch up with you. Look forward to seeing your Borden team play and happy Thanksgiving. Matt, happy Thanksgiving. I want to give a shout out real fast. I know uh, I know Big John, the loader man, and Moses Crushstone in Charleston is listening. Uh, he listens to you guys uh, all the time. He's an avid Hoosier fan and high school sports. And uh, I just want to give a big shout-out to Big John, uh, the loader guy at Molzers. I drive a dump truck in the uh, summertime. and We're always talking hoops, and, and he's a big fan of yours, Matt. And I uh, just want to give him a shout-out while I'm on the air. 
Well, I appreciate that, Coach. I'm actually looking at the Thornton's text line right now. And uh, John said, tell Doc good luck from John, his buzz- <laughs> bulls are loader men. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew he'd be listening. I knew he'd be listening. Uh, Big John, I can't wait to see you this summer, buddy. And I uh, uh, appreciate you having me on, Matt. And uh, kudos, kudos for what you do for Southern Indiana basketball. Hey, thank you very much, Doc Nash, with us here in this opening segment. Uh, Doc, we'll catch up with you a little bit later in the season. Thanks. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, what a performance last night. And I don't want to short the girls. Borden's girls team is off to a really good season, a really good start as well. Uh, there's somebody to watch in 1A. 1A basketball on the girls' side, really good. Uh, Borden, obviously, Lanesville, uh, others, uh, good teams locally as well. So uh, they are off to a tremendous start as well. A couple other texts. Uh, Justin on the Thornton's text line says, after seeing South Central last night, that Borden-South Central game is going to be electric. And uh, Butch sends along, Doc Nash was a great player in high school at New Washington and a great coach at Borden. Doc Nash does a great job with all kids. So thank you guys for all the text and for listening here on our Wednesday program. We'll head to a commercial break. When we come back, we'll switch gears and get into IU stuff, basketball, and probably a little football as well. So stay with us for that. Dustin Dopirak of the Indianapolis Star are going to join. And we also have Josh Cook, sports editor of the News and Tribune, set to join us later in the hour as well. Thornton's text line is open, 502-414-1450. Again, 502-414-1450. We'll head to a break. We're back with more after this here on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. We're back on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. Join Matt Daly at 11 a.m. for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. I'll handle this the way I want to handle it now that I'm here. You f***ed it up to begin with. Now just sit there or leave. I don't give a what you do. Now, back to the game. Here's Matt Dennison. We're back on this Wednesday program. Happy Thanksgiving Eve to everybody. Hope your week is coming to an end soon. Some good basketball, lots of football set for the next few days. I know we've got a couple state championship games will air from the IHSA network this weekend. So it really doesn't matter the level from high school to college to pro. There is everything you could want from a sports perspective uh, while you feast on Thanksgiving food here over the next few days. Thornton's text line is open, 502-414-1450. Again, 502-414-1450. Texter says, thoughts on Floyd Sil- uh, Central versus Silver Creek last night and Jeffersonville versus Cathedral on Friday. The Jeff Cathedral game is Saturday. Um, I think Jeff has a chance. I don't know a ton about Cathedral. They open up tonight against Warren Central. You can bet that Coach Wilkerson will be uh, paying very close attention to that game, so that'll tell us more about Cathedral. But, yeah, I mean, it's not a Cathedral team that has three or four Division One players like they've had the last few years. I think they'll still be good, but we'll find out about Jeff. I think it'll be a challenge for them, and wouldn't surprise me at all if they go to Indianapolis 
and come away with a victory. As far as Floyd Central Silver Creek last night, uh, i tell you what, Kaysen Dager was going to talk about this a little later with Josh Cook, but he had seven three-pointers last night for the Dragons to help lead the way. Dager finished with 31 points. That's a big start for him to the season, and uh, the uh, Creekers go on to win 80-61. to As far as Floyd Central, just too early to know. They've got a lot of names that were mainly role players in recent seasons, a couple of young guys I'm interested interested to see how they fit in and how their uh, skills translate to the varsity level. But I do think Nathan Rushing will be good for sure for Floyd Central this season. He had 14 to lead him last night in the loss at Silver Creek. Of course, with new coach Fonzo White, you know, just don't know his style, don't know what he's about. But I know one thing, he's doing all the right things trying to build a program as far as the continuity with uh, varsity JV freshmen and getting involved more with the younger kids. He definitely has made an early impact as far as that stuff goes at Floyd Central. So just some early thoughts you ask, a couple thoughts to pass along. Uh, send your questions, comments, and if you got them uh, on IU, we're going to get into that right now. Dustin Dopierak of the Indianapolis Star with us Wednesdays. Dustin, Indiana fans trying to figure things out as the Hoosiers return from New York City. A tough game against Connecticut, an ugly game, but a victory over Louisville. And now Indiana has one game against Harvard coming up on Sunday to reset before the Big Ten season begins. Yeah, I mean, it's they are an interesting team to try to figure out right now. Uh, there's there's obviously some flaws with this roster. It's, it's a young group, and it's a group that's still trying to figure itself out. I mean, you're, you're seeing some good... Uh, things they obviously did a really good job. I think with the zone in the second half of that game against Louisville uh, to really keep them out of what they wanted to do. Just did, did a good good job defensively. Uh, enough guys made enough shots uh, to make it work. Obviously, Andrew Johnson had some really good moments down the stretch. Um, but you know, there's there's obviously some things they're clearly missing. I mean, they're barely even trying three point shots. I think they were one eleven one of eleven in that game. Um, and you know, you're Mbako's t- taking a minute to get right. Um, you know, uh, just. You know, where Renew, you're usually getting one of those two each night, a lot of production. Uh, you know, Galloway, I think, is mostly playing well, but the ball's not necessarily going in the hole for him. So it's, you are still trying to figure out who this group is and, and I guess what it's going to take to make it all uh, come together. Dustin Dopirak of the Indianapolis Star, our guest. I just can't get over it. Is, it, it. is it me? Is it the calendar? What shifted? I know the Big Ten hasn't changed as far as the number of teams yet. That will happen next year. But I don't ever remember a December 1st, 2nd start right there at the early part of the month. Maybe a week in, maybe a week and a half in, but never the first few days of the month. Yeah, it's, I'm sure it's a week early. I imagine that's got something to do with academic calendar, and I don't know what it is. Um, I mean, it generally is before finals week. I mean, that's generally important uh, that they avoid that, so they're not, you know, putting uh, guys in league play when they're when they're having final exams. Um, so it's generally before that, and obviously, it's, it you know, it, it has shifted, so it's not around New Year's anymore. You know, they're they're trying to get at least two of these games in uh, in early mid December. Um, so I'm sure I'm sure it's got some specifics to do with the calendar. Obviously, this year. Thanksgiving's early, um, you know, comparatively because it's, you know, there, there's another Thursday left in the month still. Um, so I think that's, you know, sort of, I, I can't remember when November 1st was, but I'm not, I'd have been a Thursday or a Friday or something like that. So I think that's a big piece of it. Uh, you know, kind of maybe, maybe it was a Tuesday. I don't know. One way or another, I think just the way the calendar falls where Thanksgiving is uh, leads to this being a little bit more early than usual. Dustin Dopirak of the Indianapolis Star 
our guest. I want to flip away from Indiana for a minute and talk about the Maui Invitational. There have been some outstanding games there. And before we talk about Purdue and their quest for a Maui Invitational later this afternoon, did you get a chance to see Marquette absolutely handle Kansas last night? I did. I caught the end of that. It was weird because I had to cover. You know, I was watching, obviously, uh, Pacers Hawks. Uh, they played at 7:30 and an absolute wild one. It was 157, 152 Pacers, and that's just crazy, absurd pace. So watching any college game after that was like having the volume turned down on everything. Um, but Marquette was, I, I was just really impressive defensively. Uh, just, just did I thought a terrific job of just getting down and making life really difficult uh, on Kansas. Um, you know, just from what I could see of just. You know, Hunter Dickinson's life was never easy. They did a great job of, of just putting a lot of bodies around him. Uh, and the Marquette Center, whose name currently escapes me, it starts with an I, was terrific. Um, you know, it was really, really impressive on both ends. I thought just get you know, uh, making life hard on Dickinson, and then after that, um, just you know, really doing a good job of scoring and you know, just basically throwing dunks down whenever he had the opportunity. Um, so I was, yeah, I mean, it, it was a really impressive game for Marquette. That's a really good looking team, and Purdue Marquette uh, today is going to be uh, has a chance to be a special game. Dustin Dopirak, Indianapolis Star, our guest here on this Wednesday program. You know, you tweeted this last night when you said what you did. You made me think of it. I meant to bring it up that uh, you said Kansas and Mar and Marquette and Kansas. You're watching that game. And you said it's weird to watch college basketball after the Pacers and Heat, the number of points they score. You said these are the two best teams potentially in college basketball in the country, and they're not going to score in a whole game what the Pacers and Hawks did in the first half. That is an interesting point for sure. These NBA scores this season have just been unbelievable. I know it's not just this season, but it seems to me there have been some extremely high totals this year in the NBA. So that the tweet last night made me think of that. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, no, it's well. I mean, obviously, it's different because the Pacers aren't really playing any defense on anybody, uh, and that's their own issue. But uh, but they also can score like crazy. But but you know what it comes back to is just the, the skill level right now is ridiculous. The shot making right now is ridiculous. This this the overall talent um, for offensive players. I mean, you know, it's just every year your your baseline uh, scores go up. I mean, I, I can pull it up as I'm talking. I mean, I don't even know. I think everybody's averaging like. Let me see here. The best defensive teams in the league are the best defensive team in the league is giving up 105.8 per game right now. If, uh, if you're going by scoring defense, so everybody's giving it. That's an average uh, for the best team in the league, and the worst team in the league defensively is giving up 125.9, and that would be your Indiana Pacers. Um, so it's it, you know it like it, the scoring is wild. Uh, you know the talent is wild. I mean it's just again there there are just. So many really good players. I mean, you're looking at guys that you would ha you would put like 30, 40, 50 in the league if you were to rank them all, and they're spectacular. I mean, Dewante Murray was just a revelation to watch last night for Atlanta, and you would you probably wouldn't put him in your top 40, um, or you, he might be right around there. I mean, he's probably not a, a guy that has a chance to challenge for All NBA. He's been an All Star, um, but there's you know he's ridiculous, and there's probably 35 guys better than him. Um, so it just tells you just how much talent there is, how much speed there is. And again, the, the Pacers are playing just an absurd pace. Um, so it's all just, I mean, it's just maniacally fast and incredibly skilled. I don't know if you've had a chance following the Pacers and trying to keep up with Indiana and other things uh, to watch the Boilermakers so far this season, but they've had a really good week out in Maui, and I know they hope to cap it off. I think it's a 5 p.m. Eastern time game 
uh, which is a shame because it's going to be tough to watch that. It's a big game against Marquette and should be a tremendous game. I think the winner of that game probably is number one in the country when the new AP poll comes out early next week. But the Boilermakers have, I think, looked really good. Of course, Trey Kaufman-Wren from Silver Creek is a local connection to the Purdue team. But I think they've got a good chance today against Marquette, who played really well last night. The Boilermakers off to a good start. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, they're just a tough physical group. Um, and, you know, I mean, obviously you start with Edie and you've got that kind of size and that gives you an advantage on everybody. And, and certainly, you know, there's a chance for there to be the same issues that they've had in the tournament the last couple of years. And what happens when they play a team that's particularly fast um, and, you know, makes a bunch of shots, are they still going to have similar issues? Um, but, you know, they, they look really good. I mean, I didn't have a chance to watch too much last night because it definitely coincided with uh, with Pacers Hawks, and I managed to flip over to that, I think, for like maybe the last 10 seconds uh, of that game. But, yeah, no, really, really strong performance from those guys so far. You know, just gritty effort, good defense. Guards are playing really well, and in, in, in Smith, Braden Smith in particular, and, and, and Lawyer, and, and uh, I thought um, – uh, you know, Colvin has a good moment. Lance Jones, uh, I, I think, really has been an important addition for those guys. You know, puts them in a really good position. But yeah, if they win Maui with as loaded as Maui was, uh, you know, that that puts you up. Obviously, the rankings get shaken up uh, on Feast Week if you're going to give the ESPN the term. Um, that uh, yeah, if, if you win this one, I think you're in really good shape to be number one. Talking with Dustin Dopirak of the Indianapolis Star. I, I want to go back and hit the Pacers as well for a minute. That's your main focus for the Star. Uh, you're just still a friend of the show coming on, talking IU and other stuff with us on Wednesdays. But uh, the Halliburton, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, I think I got his name right, unbelievable. Mm. I mean, this guy is doing some yeah. unreal things and becoming a real star in the NBA. Yeah, no, he really is. I mean, and, and he's been on an upward trajectory just for years and years and years and years. I mean, not years and years, he's 23, so it's not that many years. But I mean, he's been on an upward trajectory really since he's been at Iowa State. And just just every year in the NBA, he's gotten better and better. Um, and just it, it's been wild to see just the, the, the steps he keeps taking. I mean, he's just been a phenomenal shooter. Last night, he just went wild in the third quarter. Uh, you know, 25 points in the third quarter alone. I think he was 8 of 9 from the floor, 7 of 8 from 3 in a quarter. Um, so that was just just remarkably impressive. He finished with 37 points and 16 assists. Uh, his numbers in the end season tournament are just just completely off the hook. I mean, I think he had what uh, 33 and 15 in the last one against Philly. Something comparable against Cleveland, the first one. Uh, he didn't have a great night against uh, Orlando on Sunday, but managed to shake that off pretty quick. But yeah, just his ability to see the floor, push the tempo, make plays off the bounce, uh, and shoot it from deep. I mean, he's got it, it's crazy because I mean he's still has a shot that is influenced by being a really skinny teenage kid uh, who had to shoot it from the hip like I did. Uh, he, you know, he has managed to just flip, you know, flip that around a little bit and make it uh, a shot that somehow is, is good and, and efficient from like 35 feet. And again, it's bait, like it, it's a little bit of a push shot because it comes from when he was little and he was really skinny as a kid uh, and didn't have the power to reach, you know, without, you know, just really chucking it and pushing it. Um, he just kind of moved that thing up and, and kind of kept the similar mechanics, but it goes in and basically it goes in enough that, that basically every coach in the NBA is telling each other like, if you get him, don't touch that. Just let it go. Let him shoot. It doesn't look like it's supposed to look, but it goes in. So get away from it. Uh, that's certainly how Rick Carlisle looks at it. But I mean, he's just a sensational player, amazing guy to cover. Uh, you know, just a remarkably mature guy uh, for his years. So he's been it's it, it's been a joy to be able to like watch him and, and, and see his career start. 
Dustin Dobirak, the Indianapolis Star. Dustin, I know you, uh, the work doesn't stop for you as the NBA season rolls along and the Pacers, I think, have a busy Thanksgiving uh, weekend here of games. But thanks for the chat today, and we'll talk with you next week. All right, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. All right, Dustin Dopirak of the Indianapolis Star. He is with us Wednesdays. We talk IU, college sports, and more, and we'll head to a commercial break. We'll come back with Josh Cook, sports editor of the News and Tribune. A lot to get to from last night with high school basketball on the boys' side getting underway, and a lot to talk about for this weekend. I know it pauses. Uh, there's a few games tonight across the state. Pauses Thursday, maybe a few games Friday, not many. But Saturday's a pretty good night, and there are some really good games locally involving some of our teams that we'll preview with Josh coming up. So stay with us for that. Thornton's text line open, 502-414-1450, 502-414-1450. This is the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. We're back on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. Let's win this and for all the small schools who never had a chance to get here. Join Matt Daly at 11 a.m. for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. Let's win for Coach, who got us here. Here's Matt Dennison. And we're back on this Wednesday show. Again, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I appreciate you listening to the program each day here on the Big X. Thornton's text line open, 502-414-1450. And Josh Cook, sports editor of the News and Tribune, is our guest as we talk local sports, including today, a lot of high school basketball. Josh, where were you at last night? Uh, well, actually, I was home, Matt. <laughs> It was a. I've actually had a couple of days of vacation, so I missed the opening night of high school basketball last night. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, you deserve a break after all the great coverage uh, that you put out each and every day. A lot of long hours and nights there. Uh, reflections on last night: Silver Creek uh, a win over Floyd. I don't think the fact that they win surprises me, but it was a little bit of a margin there last night for the Dragons. Yeah, impressive, impressive victory for Silver Creek. You know, I think they scored 80 points and uh, I don't know how many three-point. I think they hit 12 three-pointers. So, you know, very impressive performance by the Dragons. Uh, you know, it, it, I was uh, unfortunately, like I said, I didn't get to see that game, but I was I was very intrigued just to see how, how both teams looked because, uh, you know, they're, both teams are a little bit of a, a wild card to me coming into this season. Uh, you know, obviously Floyd with a, with a new coach, Fonzo White, and then, you know, Silver Creek, um you know, has uh, has some younger players, and uh, so it was. Uh, I was definitely interested to see that one. You know, the outcome uh, uh, was was somewhat surprising, but uh, you know, I I uh, I guess we can we'll look to uh, Silver we'll look to learn more about those teams as in the next couple of weeks. But you know, Silver Creek now has a very interesting game against Charlestown coming up next week. So you know, that'll be uh, that should be very interesting. And uh, Charlestown obviously won, beat New Wash last night. So you know uh, that'll be, uh, you know that'll be interesting to see uh, next week. That'll be one of the games to watch. But you know, obviously you can't talk about the last night without talking about Casey Nash's unbelievable performance and uh, and what a way to start your senior season. That was just uh, 51 points. I'm not sure. Not sure how many three pointers he hit, but that was just a crazy, crazy great game for Kasem. And 
you know, once uh, once once you hit one or two and they start going in, I guess you know, the basket just looks huge. And I guess that was the case last night for Queso. And uh, you know, is a very very impressive performance. What a what a way to start a senior season. And uh, man, we'll see what we'll see what he can do the rest of the year. Yeah, he really has put a, and his dad said this earlier today, but he really has put a big target on his back. I mean, an opportunity now to become Borden's all-time leading scorer, but also uh, you put out figures like that early in the season and all the defense is going to be geared your way. So <laughs> be interesting to see how Kasem, a good scorer and a good shooter, how he works through some of the maybe extra pressure that he'll see over the coming weeks. Yeah, and I really, uh, you know, I really expect Borden to be good this year with, uh, you know, Kasem and, and Jed Missy and some of the other guys that they've got. So, you know, we'll we'll see what the, we'll see what the Braves can do. But you know, I expect them to have a really good season. Uh, but yeah, obviously he's going to be uh, kind of the marked man uh, for the rest of the year. As you know, as you know, even if he didn't score 51 last night, that was going to be the case anyway, just because he's, you know, Borden's top player. But still, you know, everybody's going to be. Uh, you know, concentrating on him and, and not uh, not wanting him to put up 50 again. But, uh, you know, you never know what happens. We'll see. But, you know, he's uh, he's one of the best players in uh, this part of southern Indiana, that's for sure. Yeah, got some big games coming up this weekend to really help emphasize the start of the season. Uh, Jeffersonville at Indianapolis Cathedral, Cathedral and Providence at Brownstown. Both big challenge games for the local entries there. Thoughts on those games? Uh, should be an unbelievable crowd, a sold-out crowd at Brownstown on Saturday night. That's going to be a really tough place to get a ticket this season. But can the locals go on the road and do any good here early in the year? Or do we just need to see how things play out? It's too early. Yeah, I definitely expect the uh, you know Providence Brownstown game to be uh, you know a, a dogfight. Like you mentioned, uh, the sellout as every game at Brownstown is this year. It's kind of like the like the Romeo uh, Romeo years, I guess, for Brownstown now with uh, with Spencer's senior season. But uh, you know, I expect that game you know will will be close. You know, obviously uh, Brownstown's going to be uh, you know super. Super excited, super pumped to uh, for that game. You know, opening opening up the season, but uh, you know, Providence isn't gonna isn't gonna shy away from uh, from uh, a tough game. Obviously, again, it's on the road and it's gonna be a tough atmosphere. But but uh, I think Providence could uh, could definitely make it interesting. Uh, you know, I don't. It'll definitely be uh, kind of a barometer too for for Providence and that coaching staff, and and they'll learn some stuff about Brownstown, maybe, you know, for, uh, and save it maybe for the sectional title or for this, excuse me, for the sectional tournament, uh, you know, maybe those two can, can meet again in the sectional, but, uh, they did last year. So, you know, we'll see if it's a, we'll see if it's the first of two meetings. And then, uh, yeah, you mentioned Jeff and, and cathedral. That's, uh, that's definitely going to be an interesting one too. You know, I, I, uh, I don't know a whole lot about Cathedral. Obviously, they lost, uh, you know, Xavier Booker and, and uh, you know, a couple of other guys. So I expect Jeffersonville to win this game. You know, it's not going to be not going to be easy to go on the road and win uh, like that. But this this will definitely tell us, uh, tell us give some indications about maybe what kind of season Jeff's going to have. Uh, you know, they lost by 50 to Cathedral on their home court last year, when, and that was starting a bunch of those uh, starting all the sophomores. So. You know, we'll see all those sophomores are juniors now, and this will be their their season opener. So, 
I, uh, you know, wouldn't be surprised at all to see Jeff win, but it'll definitely be interesting to see how the how they perform on the road, uh, you know, at Cathedral. But I think uh, I think those guys can be uh, should be up to the task for. Josh, one player we have not talked about recently is Romeo Langford, obviously waived by the Jazz, and now with the Salt Lake City team, the Jazz affiliate in the NBA G League. I think he's been receiving regular minutes and trying to work his way into that rotation. You you do a great job keeping up with all the locals that are in college and minor leagues and professional sports. What's the latest on Romeo out in Salt Lake City? You know, I have... Uh... Uh, I looked recently, uh, you know, uh, as you said, I, I like to keep up with him, but he hasn't, he hasn't seen action in uh, the last couple games, I believe. Uh, you know, he, he started off, I think he saw maybe uh, 18 or 20 minutes the first couple games, but I don't, I don't think he's seen any action the last last few. So, you know, I don't know what exactly is uh, going on, but, uh, you know, hopefully he, hopefully he gets some minutes out there and, you know, can, and maybe uh, you know, work his way into some more playing time, uh, you know, and then hopefully work his way back up uh, to the NBA. We'll see, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's seen any action recently, Matt. Josh Cook, sports editor, News and Tribune. He's with us Wednesdays on the show. Josh, before we let you go, big afternoon college basketball game. I know some IU fans probably uh, do not like to see the Boilers' early success, but. Can Purdue beat Marquette? Can they play with Marquette? The the uh, Golden Eagles seem to have a really good team this season. Oh yeah, sure. I don't I don't see why not. Uh, you know, Purdue's obviously one of the one of the best teams in the country, and you know Marquette's obviously right up there too. But I think Purdue can Purdue can get it done, win it, and uh, you know that'll be a that'll be a big boost for them going into the going into the rest of the season. But uh, yeah, and I'm I'm excited too about to. The New Albany Clarksville game tonight. I will actually be at that game, so you know I'm excited to see what both teams look like. You know, Jason Jones' first game, and then you know Levi Carmichael on the sidelines for uh, for Clarksville. So excited to excited to see that one. Be in the doghouse tonight, and uh, you know hope for a hope for a good competitive game there. Absolutely, yeah. That's one of the local Wednesday games, and uh, new coach at New Albany, Coach Jones, and then of course Levi Carmichael. Uh, AD at Clarksville jumping into the coaching spot late uh, for the year for the season carrying that tag on an interim basis Josh have a great Thanksgiving thanks for all the work you do um, I know it's going to be a busy Thanksgiving weekend with sports and everything else so we appreciate it we'll talk with you next week all right sounds great Matt thanks and happy Thanksgiving to you too Thank you very much, Josh Cook, a sports editor of the News and Tribune. A lot of the stuff we talk about, newsandtribune.com slash sports, and of course the daily print edition of the paper uh, that you can get as well. That's going to wrap things up for this Wednesday show. Uh, get out, enjoy a high school game tonight or Saturday. Hopefully, if you're going to the Providence game at Brownstown, you've already secured your ticket because if you have it, you're not going to get in. It's a big game, and obviously Brownstown is selling out their home crowds uh, for the entire season. It's already sold. It's a done deal with season tickets. So, uh, But get out to a game to support the start of the boys' basketball season. 
Of course, Mally Invitational today, IU back at it over the weekend. Lots of other hoops, even on Thanksgiving Day, you've got your choice of things. NFL, NBA, even some college stuff on Thanksgiving as well. Uh, the holidays mixed in with basketball and sports, it's just a great thing. So hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. Thank you for being with us, especially thankful this year of listeners because we had a tough time getting resituated when we moved studios, a lot of technical problems, issues with the phone line, issues with the podcast, but appreciate all of you sticking with us. We have a little bit of a niche audience here. Uh, yeah, I use mainstream, but Southern Indiana sports is so important and so special, and we always want to talk about that here on this program as well. So for all of you that join us live in the 11 o'clock hour or you listen as a podcast, you are appreciated. We appreciate you listening, supporting, texting, telling your friends, supporting the advertisers that you hear during this program. It means a lot. We've been doing this show for a long time. I think 10 years, which is hard to believe. There's not a lot of programs, local, national, uh, that stay around for 10 years with the same people involved. And we've been able to pull that feed off here uh, on the Big X. So I'm very, very appreciative of everybody that helps make this show a go, including producer Justin Kalen. Justin, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well, Matt. All right. That's going to wrap things up. Out of here. Be back after Thanksgiving. Back with you Monday at 11 a.m., but have a great Thanksgiving, and we'll talk again next week here on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison.